Welcome to Left in the South Podcast. This is uh, episode 13. And um, what's up, man? I'm okay, I guess. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, me as well. You know, nothing much. We're going living really. in post-rat fuck era right now, so I guess, you know, I oh, can't yeah. be that happy about anything. True. You do sound a little bit salty. I know a lot of people are very salty about what's happened uh, Monday throughout this yeah. week, basically. <clears throat> what are Rather, what hasn't <laughs> happened. <laughs> True. You know, David and I originally thought we're like, okay, episode thirteen, that's great. You know, it lines up perfectly. We'll just record it when they release the Iowa results. You know, and then Monday night came around and we're like, we'll just do a late episode tonight. And then, you know, five AM came around and David and I are like, Well, I guess we'll do it tomorrow. And then that day <sighs> passed. And then yeah. Thursday passed. And now it's today and Yeah, and um you know where we're at ninety nine? Yeah, ninety nine percent reporting, and it's neck and neck. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna. Get, I don't think we're gonna get the last one percent. No, I don't either. Like, I Basically, how it is. They just want us to forget about it. They oh, to look away from this. There's no. There was no primary in fucking Iowa. It, it was all fake. Yeah. You know, Tom Perez. Uh, he wants to do a recanvassing. Yes. Okay, wait. Let's let's formally let's formally introduce introduce all these issues, David. What has yeah. been going on for the past week? Uh, so in the IO caucus, a lot of uh, stuff was going on. You know, we had the coin flips and the, you know, the fucking the just the odd distribution of delegates, really, and like yes. we're like not getting any of this data. You know, we're getting numbers from all sides, really. And, yeah, you know, but like you, you want to know what wild. the important numbers are, David? The important numbers oh. are the fact that Bernie Sanders won the popular vote in the fucking caucus in Iowa by over 6,000 votes. Yeah, that and is that's just crazy. What we know now. So, yeah, they're, they're rat-fucking us, and guess what? They're going to get away with it. <laughs> but but we can still win this thing, so I'm I mean, not dude, really that worried I, I mean, it. yeah, I'm literally not worried at all. Like, the people are behind Bernie, dude. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I want to talk a little bit about what what did you think about... One, I want to know, what is your understanding about caucuses, David? Are you like, do you know how they work? Oh, uh, dude. I mean, I've heard it explained to me at least twice by now. Okay. But, so, I mean, like, um, go ahead, let's hear what it is. I want to explain it to our viewers. Because, you know, a lot yeah. of people don't know what it is. And you wonder why? It's because it's fucking stupid and dumb and undemocratic. And it really shouldn't exist. So, basically what a caucus is, is rather than having just a regular vote where you sign a piece of paper and you put who you want to vote for on it. And, you know, you vote for them and whoever wins the most votes wins. You know, simple and easy. Instead of doing that simple and easy thing, instead, basically everyone in your neighborhood, quote unquote, go collects in one place usually it's like a a high school gym or like a church or something like that you know some some big room everyone gets in the same room and then when you first walk in all of you go and you stand with your fellow voters so like let's say you want to vote for michael bloomberg you're going to go stand by all the fucking other old people that are you know standing on michael bloomberg's corner and etc for bernie etc for every other candidate and so basically like for like a couple of hours you have to take time out of your day to go and stand in a room with a bunch of other fucking weirdo political wonks that are all like probably old and about to die and yeah because they all can sacrifice this time and effort doing this stupid ass thing that no one should have to do Uh and 
it would in in the past that means that usually progressive candidates don't do that well in caucuses because young people are not very politically engaged and also people who are more likely to vote for left-wing candidates like bernie usually don't have the luxury of being able to take that amount of time out of their day don't have the luxury to be politically engaged enough to understand what even a caucus is fuck i don't even know what a caucus is anymore and i've been reading about it since fucking last week and my brain's rotting it's stupidly complicated and it's undemocratic and it encourages low participation because it has this high barrier to entry in terms right, of just like you gotta show up understanding to it. Yeah, you have to like, show up to something for hours. Right, like a scheduled thing, you know? Like I feel like that's yeah. like the hardest part. Like imagine it's like at four PM on a Monday, you know, like you have to be here. You know? It's yeah, like, and like imagine like having to work at that time and like of course you're supposed to get time off to go and participate in the fucking vote. But not every boss does that. Not every boss follows the rules. Not every, not everyone's willing to do yeah, that. Yeah, there's a lot of rules. Like, oh yeah, your boss, you know, the boss isn't gonna, you know, say, oh yeah, you can go go ahead and uh, go do that. But like, you know, you're really they're gonna want you to stay, and they're gonna make you feel bad for not right, going. Right, and maybe you yeah, can't like, give up the going. money, too. Or like, let alone all of that other stuff. But regardless of what the reason is, is like the truth is a lot of people can't come. In 2016, David, guess how many people participated in the vote? I don't know. Low, I guess. 16%. 16% of people in that state who are 16% of the eligible voters, not even 16% of uh, the population. 16% of eligible voters voted in Iowa in 2016 during the primary last time. Wow, that's actually wild. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about, like, you know, less than one-fifth of people in the entire state deciding what's going to happen like who the nominee is going to be and so like i want to say that it really doesn't matter the iowa caucus does not matter as much as others because of that because of how undemocratic it is it's really impossible to make sure you win there and yeah i mean yeah but if you do win there that's looks it looks really good for you it looks really good like actually want to come out and vote for you and do this annoying ass shit yeah, in the past... So, um, like, Bernie winning the popular vote is, like, actually super insane. It is. And the problem with it is, though, is, like, he can't... Like, he declares, at, like, victory. But so does Pete Buttigieg, because they're probably going to tie in terms of candidates. So, like, both of these candidates look really good, but neither one of them actually won. You know? Or rather, really, Pete is going to be the winner. But what does that even mean? Like, he wasn't... He lost by thousands of votes, and then he wins more delegates. So what does that actually mean? I don't know. Yeah. It's, like, really pointless. It's really fucking pointless. But, like, again, the average... Like, we've already seen news stations like fucking CNN just, like, laughing it up with people from Pete Buttigieg's campaign of talking about how he won. Like, literally, one of the hosts on CNN, I don't remember his name. It's the guy with the fucking white hair, which describes, like, all of them. But you know the one I'm talking about. Yeah. He said, he said that he was happy that Pete won. After all of this rat fuckery. And they're literally reporting that he won. When he has not won. It's not even declared. We don't even have 100%. And even by the 100%, he definitely lost the popular vote by a lot. There's not even enough people left in the uncounted districts for Pete to come back in the popular vote. So, he definitely lost that, at the very least. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean this whole thing has been, like, the, the actually the most craziest shit ever. Like, when... I remember, like, having a conversation like that, and I, like... Going like, dude, how the fuck is this happening? Is this actually fucking happening right now? Like, you it's know, just the, so the, like it's like so much shit, and like the like, 
you know, like a little bit amount of time, you know, like the past day, like Pete trying to declare victory when like, you know, it was like, what, fucking like 10 p.m. Yeah, and, like, because of his internal there was polling. like There was like, you know, like 20% fucking like pulling in. Yeah, and like, I just, I don't, and then of course like the Bernie people released shit too. I like, fucking Virgil from Chapo Trap House was like in Iowa on the floor working with the chapo people and he got or i mean with the bernie campaign and he like tweeted that they were gonna release stats and then they did and it showed bernie winning and then you know just basically over the night the fucking democratic national or the dnc just drip fed us fucking data over the night like flipping back and forth who won like just hand picking the districts that pete won to make the gap even bigger it was so fucking brazen and you know I, like I hate to talk about Chapo Trap House again, but I like I really liked what they said because one thing I have seen on Reddit a lot is like people are just g- kind of giving up. Like a lot of people are talking about like oh they're they're cheating, like they're rat fucking us, like we're not gonna be able to do this because they're cheating. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, is like they wouldn't cheat if they weren't afraid that we could fucking win, and yeah. and they wouldn't cheat if Bernie wasn't going to win, and they know he's gonna fucking win. So mm-hmm. what? I like how the, what they said it's on Chapo. Good. If you see this happening, you see this rat fuckery going on, your only option is to double the fuck down and just keep going and keep working with Bernie's campaign and working to get him elected. Because the truth is, you already know what needs to happen in this country. You already know the answer to the questions that we've been asking. And now it's just time to fucking follow through, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you think a lot of people do like chicken out or like you know stop supporting because like oh man yeah. like, we're not gonna win because we're getting yes. fucked out? Do you think it's like what? a lot of people? Or do you think that's people who already like didn't have faith in Bernie? I mean, unfortunately, it is a lot of people because like just just by sheer virtue of the fact that Bernie is running such a wide grassroots campaign, it means that a lot of people that he's been able to capture like they're not socialists like us. They're not like this isn't an existential battle to them. They may just like his policies and decide to vote for him because they saw him on TV more or they, you know, got a knock on the door from one of his campaign people. Like, they're not as invested in it as we are, which is why the DNC is willing to rat fuck Bernie. Like, the biggest thing that he lost, you and me literally said it on the night of the debate, or not the debate, but the the caucus. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about how the most important thing that they took away from him on that night was the ability to just have a fucking victory speech and to throw a celebration party for winning Iowa. They took that away from him because they knew that if he looks that good at the beginning, he's going to be he's an unstoppable force. Exactly. Yeah. And they can't allow that to happen. They always have to leave the door open for someone like Bloomberg to come in and steal enough Super Tuesday states to get Pete Buttigieg elected or just you know some other external uh, external process that we don't get to vote for happening um that's really their last yeah, chance crazy. to stop this movement and like um i think i heard somewhere that like um bloomberg doubled his ad spending on the night of the True. caucus like um it's kind of ridiculous it's unbelievable you know he's spending two billion dollars a year on this campaign and that that is just the interest that his money makes he has not oh, yeah. even touched his wealth <laughs> yeah. i could that not believe insane. that when i saw it yeah, he is just think about, like, yeah, all that money. <laughs> Imagine not campaigning. doing anything, just, like, taking a shit on the toilet and making, yeah. like, a year salary for, for, like, a regular person. It's it's unbelievable. 
Yeah, that's Disgusting fucking cool. insane. And like Andrew Yang and Tulsi Gabbard and um, got someone else I'm forgetting literally got cheated out because Bloomberg had money and made DNC yeah. change the rules. Yep. And yeah, it's, because it's disgusting. they're scared. They're quaking in their boots, and Bernie, the Bernie wave is fucking coming for them. And like, I like okay. Also, I want to address this. I want to address something that I feel like we're gonna get accused of, um, being like some Bernie like people who are just on Bernie's dick and just like, a lo- like love him, oh, yeah. love everything he does. Like, I want to address that right now. Um, I love Bernie's platform not because I agree with everything he says, but because it is the closest thing we have ever had it's the as another chapo host said it's this it's the biggest smallest window that we've ever had in other words this country has never seen a person like him since maybe since like eugene debs which was a hundred years ago this country has never seen a person that's willing to fight for the working class like bernie sanders is i'm not on his dick i think a lot of his policies could actually be a lot more extreme than they are now but the point is is like this is worth fighting for so if people accuse you of being a fucking bernie bro or whatever just laugh in their face because you actually have something worth fighting for and they have nothing so yeah, yeah i just I'm, i hope that's enough for that accusation but anyway. powerful bro i'm in tears right now <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> Okay, I, I want to uh, talk about the app a little bit. Can you talk about the app? Yeah, Shadow. <laughs> by fucking Shadow Organization. Fucking. Like, what yeah, the, fucking underground the CIA money. name, dude? The right? Name. Like, okay. Let's what just should say we that call we were the CIA agents, David? <laughs> if we were CIA project agents. Project name, Shadow. <laughs> Operation Phoenix with the Shadow app, dude. Yeah. Like, fuck. fuck. It's insane. It's some call- fucking yeah. CSGO operation shit. Literally, though. And, like, they're, like, an unknown fucking company. Like, not even, like, a huge company that was, like, I believe... Were they Kickstarter? I don't, I don't know if that's true. But I it was, it was like, they were very, very tiny. Yeah. And, like, and how the fuck did they... How the fuck did they get from being super tiny to developing the Afro and Iowa caucus? Like... It's called capitalism, baby. It's so crazy. The DNC goes for the fucking lowest bidder to make their... And the, their little literal election app, and the literally and the shit with like Pete Juju traveling his fucking money in that too. Yeah, and then yeah, of course, like immediately gets found out that Pete has invested in the company that created the app that was counting the votes of a primary that he's participating in. Like that is the sketchiest shit ever, and like what what does that say to you, David? I mean, like, you, like it just it makes you follow, you know, up to like the next rational conclusion. I th- I would think, you know, like it's sketchy and it can be used for like cheating. Right. Exactly. Like, there's no other conclusion to come to. I don't think. Like, why? Why else would that be? Why else would that's Plan like, B, dude? If he doesn't, if he pulls really bad. <laughs> I'm almost wondering, like, though, is like, how can it possibly be a cheat attempt if, if it's that fucking stupid? Like, if you were going to invest money into this thing, why the fuck would you do it as your campaign into a company that's publicly, like, the information is publicly available? Like, we're, like and you just use your campaign show. money. Yeah, like, yeah, it, that makes me think that it wasn't, he, like, there's no way that he was trying to cheat by doing something that stupid, right? I don't know, dude. Honestly, but maybe that's the point. Maybe the point is that he could yeah, do that and yeah, get away so with maybe, it. Maybe like they're, they're leading in the wrong direction. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. it wasn't the app that he used to cheat. It was something else. And, yeah. like, you know, you make it super obvious. To, to Especially hearing Robbie Mook 
was involved in the fucking app. The guy who ran Hillary's oh, campaign yeah. in 2016. Just like a lot of like weird, weird Unbelievable. shit. Unbelievable. But you know, like, they, they can bring a fucking switcheroo on us, dude. Yeah. I'd be surprised. Oh, well. Who cares, man? Bernie won. Yeah, do you want to have like a celebration thing? Yeah, dude. We, I mean, how are we going to do I that? I think our celebration should be this new project we're going to work on, man. Oh, uh, yeah. You want to talk about this a little bit? Yeah, the new project. The, um, uh,. The the horseman project, horseman project, yeah. Go ahead and elaborate on this project. <laughs> okay, well you know the last final season of BoJack Horseman. Oh yes, of course, of course, of course, of course, of course. Yes, <laughs> and the horseman yeah, David project. David and I are going to basically do a full breakdown of the whole series. So if you like yeah. the sad horse show, we're uh, gonna be Bojack debuting our horseman. first episode, and. Yeah. It's going to be available on Patreon and YouTube. So hey, Patreon people saw it first. Be, yes, exactly. So, um, yeah, if you want to check that out, go and hit us up on YouTube. What is our YouTube channel, David? Um, Loved in the South podcast, I believe. Okay. Loved in the South on YouTube. Where, we, you know, um, in the coming week, I want to say, so expect to see something next week on our YouTube channel. Awesome. Gonna be good. I'm excited for that, great. really. Like, um, if anyone hasn't seen Bojack Horseman on Netflix, it's a good ass watch. For it sure. is a great watch, and I think we're gonna like go through each season. We're gonna talk about, you know, what we think about it, what it means from our point. Yeah, of damn, view. probably gonna have to rewatch that show the weekend, probably. Yeah, that's all right. I think we we'll just do it together and like try yeah, to break, sure. talk it through. You know, take but, some notes. Yeah. I wanted to announce it on the podcast because technically we have not uploaded it yet, so our YouTube channel is blank. We haven't recorded it yet. Yeah, we haven't even Well, we have one episode on um, YouTube. Actually, I'm planning to try to upload all the other episodes of the podcast on YouTube. Oh, Uh, so people can listen to that and watch that, I guess. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, I'm excited for that, though. Well, um, I'm not totally done talking about the caucus, but I kind of want to move on for a second just so we can have a break from the fucking rot. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fun. All right, I want to talk about something I that happened to me in uh, my work the other day. So okay. basically, there's this woman that comes in all the time, okay? She loves really yellow bananas, like... She does not like them when they're green at all, even the littlest bit. And, like, that's how I know her. So I call her Yellow Banana Lady. Yellow Banana. And anyway, so Yellow Banana Lady came in the other day. And, of course, we had to, I had to go through all the fucking banana boxes to see if there were any yellow ones, as I always do when she comes. <laughs> that's and, hilarious, dude. Can you find me the most <laughs> yellowest banana, please? <laughs> she says that. She's like, do you have any yellow ones? And I look over, and every fucking banana they're all yellow. is yellow. And I'm like, yeah, just pick any one of these. Right? Uh, you're like, are you fucking with me right now? I don't even say that anymore. Because I already know what she's going to uh, fucking say. So. But, yeah, anyway. I like, anyways, I like how you that. have that interaction every, every week. <laughs> Yeah, it's so fucking funny. And like so I put uh so I put them out and she was like and there was this huge storm going on last time I was working. And she was like, you know, this storm is terrible. Um there's really uh the, the, the store is like really running low on supplies and I was like, Yeah, I know, it's kinda strange. Usually we have a truck on this day and she was like, I know, right? You know the reason and I was like, No, what's the reason? And she like leaned in close to me and she goes, <laughs> You know, I hear that people with food stamps come in right before storms and snow and stuff, 
and they just ravaged the whole store. And she like she like looked over her shoulder and she goes, you know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. And I like it took all of my fucking body energy not to fucking cringe. And she's like, you know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist or anything, but I have a friend that works at Walmart. And she told me that happened. And all these black families came in and just took everything off the shelves and they had nothing left. And I was like, and I was just like, what? What the fuck? I could not like, believe just it. Just the dude. most casual racism ever. Seriously. Dude. It's like, like, okay, uh, I should God, get a fucking I can't wait to break this Oscar. Down. I should get a fucking Oscar for that, dude, because I've kept a stone cold face the whole time. And I was like, yeah, you know, I haven't heard of that, but who knows? Oh <laughs> and I just walked God. away. Unbelievable, dude. It's like some of the stories that you have from fucking are almost just, I can't believe this has happened to you. I can't believe they're real people, right? <laughs> like they're the like fucking characters. refrigerator man, the fucking yellow banana lady with the fucking racism. <laughs> like, who's next, dude? Fuck. Oh, yeah, dude. I just, I, I don't get it. So yeah, now uh, now like, I, in my mind now she's racist lady, racist yellow banana lady. Yeah, fuck, dude. Like, <laughs> like okay, so bl- the black people bought food. It's, <laughs> they took away the food for the white person or something. Like, how what the dare fuck? those black people buy food like that? Taking all the food away from us white folks, and now <laughs> what are we supposed to eat now? <laughs> like, what the fuck? It was so it was so shocking to be honest. That is unbelievable. Oh my God. Dude. Yeah, the only interactions I have, like, I wish I had more, like, casual interactions like that. The only interactions I have at a fucking uh, undisclosed pizza place is, like, just random ass people, like, complaining about the most, like, stupid ass shit ever. Like, <laughs> someone's like, oh, excuse me, I paid for another bread! And, like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, alright, let me show you the receipt, ma'am. And then they see that they only paid for one bread, like, okay. And then they, they just run away, dude. Like, <laughs> like, why are you getting so mad for no reason? You didn't pay for, like, I'm not, like, what do you want me to do with them? Like, I'm, you think I'm skimming some off the top of leaving a little bit for myself, that bread money? Like, <laughs> it's, it's especially, just, especially when you're, like, the most generous fucking person ever. Yeah, work. literally, literally though, blessing like, the homies. like, every, every, like, when we get close to closing time, I don't, like, you're not supposed to fucking do this because, like, of hobos or some bullshit, but the, these people aren't fucking hobos. Like, I literally get people fucking free bread and like free pizza just so like i don't have to throw it out and like waste that shit that is praxis man i mean that is 100 praxis like it's, it's all going to waste anyway fuck yeah, these like, places fuck that it, don't dude. let you give away the food man like it's so dumb just dude. at my work alone working in produce we probably throw away like over two thousand pounds of shit every single day and like yeah, that's no, on a, i that's feel on a bad dude day. and i'm like listen just take this shit like hey if you yeah. buy one bread i'm literally gonna give you everything in here i'm like, like <laughs> hell yeah okay <laughs> you know like you know i do a little bit for the store by selling them one thing but you know do something a lot more for the person so they have all that food to eat now exactly you know it's not healthy food anyway, but so. exactly uh, but like <laughs> yeah. it's but anyway customers yeah fuck hell yeah man you know i i was thinking like what would it be like if every president we had, they had to, like, come from a service industry job in order to, like, pass legislation? What if anyone in the government, in order to, like, pass legislation, they couldn't be, like, a millionaire? They had like, to they work had to, a part, like, one part-time job, at least. Yeah, like, they have to just get a little bit of experience. You know how, like, in other countries, they make you serve in the military for, like, a couple months? Yeah, or like, for, like, a year, or yeah. Yeah, just to put the fear of the government into you. It's yeah. like, we should do that to rich people to put the fear of the working class into them. <laughs> True. 
just force them to uh, maybe show suffer a little fucking like kindness to us, man. Yeah, for real. Yeah, dude. dude. Some of the people like working service shows, they think they're so fucking entitled. Like they totally dehumanize the worker. And they're like, yeah. you're just like you are just a fucking cash register, man. That I have yeah, to talk just a to. Tool to bring me my Big Mac a little faster. <laughs> <laughs> Literally though, and it's like, like, like I'm gonna call corporate. It's like, okay, like these are the, the reason why you're complaining is like these are the people making those rules that are yeah. <laughs> like, making you mad. I'm yeah, not making you mad. Let them know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like yeah. a big thing was like we had this one pizza that was like you know five dollars, and then we started selling another pizza that was like the exact same but more toppings for six dollars. And they're like that was like the default pizza. So when everyone was like, "Hey, I want a pepperoni," would give them the more expensive one because that's like the default one they want us to sell. And like yeah. they'll get mad. It's like, I want the. F- I thought you have five five dollar pizzas. The, the you know it's supposed to be ready. And it's like, oh yeah, sure, bro. I can do that for you, no problem. My bad. And it's like this is a whole like big deal. It's like. <laughs> like I mean, bro, that's kind of scummy that the company tries to sell them a six dollar one, bro. I mean, it's like, bro, it's not my fault, man. That's what the, just roll that's, up and be like, I want a five dollar pie, no yeah. more, no less. Yeah, I mean, as long as you say that, like, that's what you're gonna get. But some people's like, oh, I want pepperonis. Like, all right, default the most expensive one. Boom, boom. Yeah. That's called corporatism. I mean, yeah, it's scummy, but like, they get wrong. They get mad at the wrong people. <laughs> true, true. You need to do more practice, David. You need to stop selling people expensive ass pies. True, I, I mean, the thing is, like, you literally just get in trouble. Like, because then they can see, like, what pie, like, what pizzas you're selling. And they're like, yeah, yeah you need to sell more extras. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and then you lose your job, and then you can't, want, you know, you don't have any money for anymore. And then, uh, yeah, you can't afford the True. SoundCloud subscription anymore. And, yeah, uh, <laughs> and then where would our podcast live? We'd have yeah. to be a YouTube podcast, and we're yeah. going to get demonetized. And it's going to be this whole fucking thing, and I'm probably going to yeah. like, overdose on something. I'm probably going to have to sell fucking uh, private Snapchats, you know, the Patreon yeah. exclusive Premium. stuff. Oh, yeah. Premium um, feed pick. Yeah. It'd be this whole ordeal, but, you know, yeah. luckily so you I'm still... if don't want that to happen to us, go ahead and hit us up on patreon.com slash left in the south podcast. Hell Yes. So we can fucking support ourselves. But speaking of like stuff like that, like making fucking money online, I uh, just got another two orders of the. Uh, I have a Fiverr thing. It's like a little side meme that that's going on, and like I got two orders of that, and I thought one of them was pretty sketchy because like I don't know if I'm doing this wrong, but on Patreon, like you can put like oh you can use this image for commercial use, like the art that I make. Yeah. And yeah. like the guy just sent me a five dollar one, which is like a, which is like the like my quickest one, which is like just a, I'm just gonna fuck around and make a stupid image for you. Yeah. And like they 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 requested an Apple logo, so that got me pretty sketched out. I'm like, oh, that's kind of kind of fucking weirder to want, you know, <laughs> to spend money on. I mean, I mean, you're not gonna get in trouble if they use that shit, bro. Who cares? Yeah. And um, that's five dollars. The other one was like his like Sonic first and a. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. That's amazing. I have an Wait, image you on that. Personas? I have an image on that if you want to check that image out. Uh twitter.com slash rage underscore pilot. Okay, I need to say something What's on up? a platform that I control right now. Okay. Because <laughs> okay. I feel like my friends have been shitting on this idea okay. and it's not fair. Okay, I've okay. had this idea. Basically it's a skit, right? Okay. And it's like, who wants to be a millionaire? Oh but instead of winning God, a million dollars, dude, you win dude. a fursuit. And, and like, okay, so basically you answer this question. This is a cold open, you, right? 
yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. No, it's not. It doesn't have to be a cold open. It's just like a, a real idea, you know, like this okay, could like be a, a real, movie, like a Jim like Carrey a movie. real skit, like you, know? how you just perform, yeah, like like, like, like the Peele, or like yeah. like like do the skit. Yes, exactly, exactly. Okay. I'm glad like, I'm saying So ahead. basically, you answer these questions, and if you win, you get a furry suit, and that's the that's the whole joke. And that's it, dude. <laughs> uh, where's the punchline, dude? <laughs> that's the punchline. It's funny it's, because it's a furry suit. But why would someone want that? Like you don't understand. Like is this something because that you just furries. want? Because they're furries. That's the thing. They're As furries. Is everyone a furry? Show. Yes, it's a game show for sure. furries by furries, dude. Okay, and I mean now that you explain that, it makes a little more sense. But like then it's just a normal <laughs> game show, you know? What's exactly. the joke then? That's like, the joke. <laughs> that is just a normal game show. You just yes. you got, dude. You didn't pitch a fucking skate. You pitched a fucking TV show, dude. Like, exactly, dude. Furries, what do they know? Do they know things? Let's, Let's find, find out. out. <laughs> I mean, anyway. it's a good, it's a good, it's a good TV. Like maybe we can pitch it to ABC. You know. Yeah. All right. Like, Don't suck my dick too hard. I just have to get that <laughs> off my chest, dude. Okay. I'm sorry. Fuck. I'm just putting it out there. Let it. Whatever happens with it, just let it happen. Okay. Yeah. But fuck. Uh, but I am available for consulting for a small fee. If that's uh, if that interests anyone, just let me know. Yeah, you can mess with me on Twitter. That's fine. Yeah, that's some fucked up. Dude, not, since you said consulting, dude, that kind of reminds me of this fucking... So, when this podcast was uh, maybe three maybe three to four episodes deep, um, I tried to contact this one guy on... Um, he's like this bitch. Uh, bitch? No, he's like a, a Twitch streamer. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, he's a Twitch streamer. And um, Devin Nash, have you ever heard of him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the so... <laughs> I don't fucking know, dude. <laughs> he's like, but he's like this big business, like fucking guy on Twitch. I'm like, dude, this guy, you know, he seems like a nice guy. Like I should email him for like some tips maybe. And I was like, you know, I'm a fan, you know, trying to get some tips on like how to grow the podcast. Right. And this guy emails me like this, like automated message uh, and like sends me a link to his fucking like consulting fee, which is like $500, dude. Oh my God. I was like, what the dude. fuck, dude? Okay, every time I see one of those things, dude, it makes me think. The best business model is not actually to do business. It's to sell the idea of selling. Dude, Michael Scott was fucking right. Always be selling the idea of selling, dude. Like, what you have to do is charge people to teach them how to make money. And then yeah. you make money from teaching them how to make yeah. money. And what you do is you teach them it's to teach no other risk, people to dude. make money. It's no risk, man. Eventually, it's a lot like a pyramid scheme. I know what you're thinking, <laughs> but eventually, the point is, uh, is like if you start it, you're the one at the top of the pyramid, exactly. <laughs> which is the goal. But you're never gonna get anything from the bottom of the pyramid, though. That's not true, dude. Because it's more like a, it's more like a tall building. That's true. It's a corporate ladder. <laughs> uh, it's just a slightly oblong corporate, <laughs> corporate ladder. It gets a little wider at the bottom, yeah, but, but that's not a big deal. Uh, what do you think about that, like? Like is do you think that's fucked up or like I mean or or like understandable valuable right yeah understandable for him not to answer individual emails but like it is kind of shady I always find it shady when business people like sell how to do business like it's very it's 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 not it doesn't make sense because in a lot of ways like making a business I'm not gonna say it's all based on luck but like a lot of it's based on circumstance and like you can't necessarily just do all of the business things right and then make money right like i mean to have certain conditions. i was just, just expecting like a quick email on like you know a few like quick tips you know like that you see on the fucking loading screen of like a ps2 game 
Yeah. Like, like, uh, do not open a bank at Chase. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like, some, like, simple-ass shit, but he's like, go straight straight to, like, selling me his fucking shit. And he's like, yeah, this includes, like, if you want to be on stream, so we can also, it also promotes your stuff, and we can talk about stream. So, like, like, because he can also gain from using content, you know, it's like, but yeah, I paid this guy $500. I'm like, shit, dude, like... Like, I know you're like. So wait, he charges five hundred, and then he streams it. I mean, you have the chance to have it on stream, but he sells uh, it as like it's you want it to be on stream because it's gonna boost you by also like being an ad sort of. That's so funny, watching. dude. Why would you ever want to uh, go on a stream and get taught how to do a business? Get schooled like <laughs> that. That must be like yeah. the most like weirdest thing, right? Like. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. That is weird. like five hundred is a lot of fucking money. Dude. Yeah, I, I basically like that. read read like the the thing, and then I saw the price, and I was and I just clicked off. I was like, unbelievable. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable, capitalist pig. Uh, I just closed that shit. David said, David saw that five hundred dollar price price tag, and he went and bought uh, a gun immediately. Yeah, fuck, dude. Why must I resort to violence in these oh. transactions, David? Why always? Why? I don't know, dude. There's no other choice. Dude, a big thing that's also been on my mind is uh, moving out, dude. Dude, I, I don't know if I talked to you about this. I definitely send you some links, dude. Portland, Oregon, dude, is I think somewhere where I want to be. Portland, Oregon. Yeah, dude, I've I've been really selling myself on this on this place. Okay, let's look up Portland, Oregon. I mean, it seems like a cool place, dude. To be honest. Interesting. What Rains makes you, a lot. What makes you drawn towards Portland, Oregon? Um, I don't know, like the, this, I don't know, the views there, they're fucking amazing. Um, it rains a lot, I really like the rain. Yeah. Like, they're very progressive over there, which is like, fucking, uh, like, oh my god, like, finally, so relatable, you know? Like, <laughs> like, it's so Sorry. weird having these, like, very, like, like, racy, like, uh, conversations with people that are, like, uh, like, they're baiting, like, they're being racist. Yeah. Well, like they try to play it off as like being funny. Yes, dude, that's so true. Actually, um, I have a good example of that. Like when I was at Christmas, my grandpa was saying, um, like one of my one of my nephews got some a tr- pair of Trump socks, and my grandpa was like, thought it was fucking hilarious, and he was like, yeah, I was gonna get him some Obama socks, but all you could see on the socks was his teeth. What the fuck, dude? And I was like, what the fuck? Man? What? I could, I just, I, I just like, I, okay, I was just yeah, so embarrassed, it's, man. It's, it's so fucked, and like, it'd finally be like so awesome not have to like get in those awkward ass conversations with like yeah. those racist people. Like, I'm not gonna I mean, disclose like, any any exist. names, but yeah. like, like I get so, you know, it's not their this person's fault because like they're younger. But, like, they say, like, some pretty racy fucking things or, like, you know, some, like, obvious, like, that's kind of fucking racist. But, you know, they're young. Yeah. But it's, like, but I know they're, like, they're, they just like, Trump. It makes you think what their parents Ugh. are teaching them. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, it's so weird. Like, you obviously get anything, like, when you're young, that, like, when you're younger, like, any of your political, like, views or, like, from the people around you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, hard to get mad at kids for thinking, like, for saying those things, but it also just makes you lose hope in fucking humanity. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it makes me realize that, like, I live near a lot of, like, conservative people. Yeah, I mean, yeah, down there, man. 
Well, okay, but what about oof. when we move away, right? Okay, because, like, Portland, Oregon sounds pretty nice, and my girlfriend and I are looking for somewhere to live, too. So, like, let's say that we move to Portland. Mm. Would we have to change our podcast title yeah. to something other than Left of the South? It would be Left the South. Oh, my God, you're right. We can do a, re-bland, yeah, a rebranding. Dude, a rebranding, dude. Yeah, we've had this conversation before, dude. I mean, oh, left, I Sorry. think Left the South, I mean, not on the podcast, but definitely outside the podcast. It'd be called Left the South, dude. Left the, the south because we're no longer there. We're so not we there, baby. West coast. Exactly, and that's when future. our lives really start, man. That's when the podcast really takes off because then we're gonna get an office. So hopefully, we're making enough money from the podcast and uh, that we have an office. Unlikely, but God, nah, one can likely. fucking hope. Well, I was actually having this conversation today. Like, okay, so let's say that you do everything in your dreams, right? Okay, you're good. Okay, wait, you're getting a degree right now, right? Dude? Yeah. What degree are you planning on getting right now? Uh, probably an AA and uh, being a network administrator. Okay, network admin. Okay, so like, let's say you get that job. How rich do you think you can be in the next five years if you get that job? Uh, probably not that rich. Like, what's what would be an estimate on the mm, dollar amount? Like that I'd probably have saved up after like three years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, so hard to say. Probably like maybe sixty grand. I don't know. Sixty grand in three years? Damn, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, I think so. If I know how to save my money, if I actually save my money, like try. That would be insane. Yeah, like I was just thinking, like, whenever I was thinking about getting a real job quote-unquote like after I graduate right making like decent money because I have a degree and a little bit of experience I was just thinking like how much money could I actually make and like how comfortable could I be and I think that like the cap for how much money I can make is around 100k Mm -hmm. right for because if I wanted to make money other than that, I would basically like have to get some kind of other certification, certification or something like that, mm. to make more money. Do you think like a hundred k of money is enough to retire when you're sixty two? Uh yeah. Really? Yeah, hundred thousand a month. No, no, a, a, a year. Oh yeah, hundred thousand a year. I mean, I mean, yeah, I could see it. I mean. Yeah, have your. I would assume they own your own place. So if you live in a place that Maybe. has property tax, uh, you have your. You know, you're paying the property tax. In Portland, Oregon, how expensive is it to live? I don't know. I think it's like uh, to live comfortably, comfortably in the city. I believe you had to make. Uh, it was either sixty to eighty, somewhere in that area. Wow, so pretty expensive. Yeah. I'm just getting more and more worried recently that like no matter how well I do in college, no matter what job I get, that like that I was never, yeah, I'm never gonna escape. I mean, yeah, it's hard to see into the future. I mean, literally anything can happen. Like you could not find a job, you could, you know, like break both your legs or something like that. You know. I mean, fair enough, but like I'm thinking about like what the best case scenario is, and even then, I just like I can't even imagine escaping like. To a point where well, like, I don't have to worry about anything, you know? It'll be easier for you because you'll have uh, two incomes, you know? That's true. You have to think about, oh, I have double the income. So it's uh, it's less of a burden for, like, everything, you know, rent, uh, place, 
food, you're splitting it 50-50. Yeah, I guess there's no point in, like, worrying about it too much because I guess everyone's struggling, right? Yeah. I don't know. I just, lately I've been feeling really anxious about the future, and I just, I wanted, I wanted to hear from you what you plan on doing. Like, do you, do you ever feel anxious about what you're going to be doing, like, job-wise in the next couple you of years? You know what I used to? Like, before I stopped going to school, like, remember uh, when I was just working at the casino, not going to school or anything like that, like, I worried a lot about the future and, like, what was going on. And, like, every night at the casino, I had, like, a 30-minute drive back home. So, like, I was just able to just sit alone and just think. And, like, I thought all that matters to me in life is, like, if one day I get to own a house and, like, you know, one, you know, just whatever and, like, I'm fine with that, I have a nice job. Or, like, whatever I'm doing. Like, that's, like, end goal. Like, buying a house or, like, selling along the sorts. Like, and it doesn't matter how I can get there. And also, as long as I'm happy. And, like, that's, like, and I stopped, like, looking so deep in the future and more just, like, trying to live day by day. And, like, uh, I've been a lot happier since then. I think you're right, dude. I just need to stop worrying about it. I've also noticed that, like, some, some of my priorities have shifted because, like, whenever i mean i hate working like i hate my job and yeah working sucks it just, dude it does and like i don't make enough money and like every day when i'm there i'm sad because i don't want yeah like, like it sucks because i work two days a week and like i mean that's not like that I, I don't work at all basically but i still fucking hate working because i know i'm making like less than a manager like i actually is supposed to be making it right and i'm there for like eight hours and i'd rather be literally anywhere else Right, like, exactly. Like, I'm not making <clears throat> terrible money, but I just know, like, yeah, I'm wasting my fucking body and my, like, physical health is deteriorating because of all this fucking labor I have to do at my job. And, like, I'm gaining very little. But, um, yeah, like I was saying, my priorities have kind of started to shift because now when I'm at work, I really see it as, like, a temporary thing. And I know everyone says that. Everyone's like, yeah, I'm just working here for a little while. And, like, you know, I'm just doing what I have to do to live or whatever. And I used to think, like, that's kind of short-sighted and crazy. Like, you should always be working towards something. But then I realized, like, I am working towards something. I'm working towards a different world, like, a different economy, a different, like, system of government that I actually think is fair and equal. And, like, right now I am in my job, and I hate it. And But it truly is temporary, because if, if my goals are ever achieved, then, like, jobs like mine won't exist anymore. Like, there's not going to be these extremely grueling and boring jobs where you're getting paid $11 an hour and not making what you're worth, you know? Yeah, one thing I wanted to talk about is, like, uh, something that one of our friends brought up about, like, uh, you know, after he finishes college, he can finally start start his life. It's it's a weird thing, like, to think that, oh, once I I finish college, I can finally start living life, you know? I can finally live life. Like, I understand like that thought but like just might why not live life now you know like just try to be as happy as you you can be or you're able to be like you know today or like you know try living your life now like what's stopping you i mean i think his biggest contention right is like he thinks his life is on rails because like when you're born you go through this like people tell you what to do farm basically where everyone tells you exactly what you're supposed to be doing but then you reach this imaginary end of the line that is totally imaginary because it's all a construct made by fucking human beings but like 
if all you know is that you get pushed out the nest. it suddenly evaporates underneath you and it's like well where the fuck do i go from here like what, what am i supposed to do yeah um i don't know i think that like i've really been struggling with that too and i think the truth of the matter is is like there is no way that you're supposed to go yeah <laughs> like there's no there's no answer to that question it just happens yeah and like you just have to find your fucking happiness wherever you can and like i think it works if you have a goal a long-term goal to work towards so like for me that's trying to make this country a place that i can actually be proud of right like that's a long-term goal for me and it's something that i would be okay with it if i never achieved it you know it's just something that i want to always be working towards no matter what in the back of my mind like everyone has this big goal they want to work towards right yeah and like i think that in general more people just need to be okay like find peace with the fact that you may not achieve everything that you set out to achieve and like learning how to fail and still be happy is probably the most important thing and like i'm saying that as someone who doesn't really know how to do it (laughs) i can just kind of appreciate how important it is (laughs) yeah i don't know also i was gonna say also i'm not trying to tell anyone to you know just be happy forehead also <laughs> yeah just be happy man fuck yeah forehead <laughs> just be happy for just try no, just uh, i don't know i don't think that you uh, have an obligation to be happy but i think you have an obligation to try to be happy well what i mean and by that is like do what do what what makes you what you like doing i guess yeah so that makes yeah. you happy i think like i don't know it's a very specific danger though like the the feeling of not knowing where to go after you get out of college like do you do you have a plan for post-college david uh yeah i like to think i have like a post-college plan yeah like just uh like, get a job well like the most like hardest thing is like getting the job part i think like right. getting the job that you actually went to school for and then saving money and then like be you know so you can like move out of your state i mean that's would you most be happy plans. if you weren't able to get a job that you went to school for though I mean, I think as long as I get a job that will allow me to move out of the state, I think it doesn't matter what that job is. Right. Like, yeah. as long I don't as know a, how that works. As long as that job, like, if I can find a job that I can make over fucking 60 grand, like, I think I'm sailing. <laughs> sailing for life, dude. Yeah, I think I'm good. Hell yeah. It, I don't it, honestly, it doesn't how take does much, that work? That how do you get a job? Happy. No, me neither, man. I'm a very austere person. But how do you get a job outside of the state? Like when you want to move somewhere, how do you do that? Dude, I don't know. I've been asking myself. I've been asking people that question. I've been asking around. How the fuck does that even work? Cause like Wait. to so like say you want to get an apartment, right? So like you want to make right. sure you're not fucking homeless when you arrive. Like you would have to like say like, hey, by the way, I have a job here already. You know, cause like what income do yeah. you have? And like, cause you know, how the fuck are you gonna pay for this? And then, well, like, I guess just put like a huge down payment down or something. And then, when you're applying to a job there, you want to have an address of where you live. So, because they would rather hire someone local than hire someone out of state. And, like, you know, it's like you need one, but you also need the other one. Yeah. I don't uh, know. Yeah, me neither. So, hopefully, I mean, like, my big... plan is like save enough money and hopefully I can find an apartment or anywhere. That will, like, take my money without, could, like, having a job. You could buy a house, too. That would be... Ironically, that would almost probably be easier than buying an apartment in that case, right? Yeah, but also you need, you need house money. You money down. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> being a house, like, is... You don't have movability, you know? You can't just, like, pick up yeah. and move. 
somewhere else. Plus, like, how are you going to go see the house, like, right before you buy it? Uh, actually, okay. I looked up that part. You get a real estate agent, and they'll take pictures and shit of the house and send it to you. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah, so but, like you have to pay, but, you, but you have to pay for someone to do that. You know, that's, like, more expenses. That's pretty pog, dude. <clears throat> actually, I had a plan, like, maybe just going, going to there, you know, one of these years. Like, actually. Where would you live, though? Oh, just for, like, like a vacation? Yeah, like, for, like, you know, a vacation. I'd be like, huh, this is where idea. this is where I'm gonna be living for the rest of my life. Hell yeah! Would you want to do the podcast still while you're in Portland? Hell yeah, dude! Hell yeah, bro! We need to we need, we need to move and get a studio in Portland. Dude, so I'm, trying get, I'm trying to get an office, dude. Hell yeah, dude! That's gonna dude, be we weird. Be just like the office. Wait, which character from the office would you be? Dude, you know I'm fucking, uh, uh, Jim. Uh, I right, dude. You're Jim. I'm Ryan. Dude, you are Ryan, dude. You're total Ryan, man. <laughs> I'm 100% and, and fucking Matt's Michael Scott. Absolutely. <laughs> and dude, and then Grunt's Toby, dude. Fucking easy. <laughs> okay. Okay, anyway. I hope he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, on, on that note, I, I want to move on to the philosophy question. I, I don't really want to talk more about the oh, uh, primary thing, the Iowa thing. Uh, like, whatever. The point is, he won. Let's just get over that shit. Let's move on to New Hampshire, okay? Let's talk about that on the next episode. Oh, yeah, I mean, and like... I mean, here's some, like, predictions for New Hampshire, dude. Fucking... Bernie's gonna take it, and he's gonna fucking run. Oh, yeah. He's gonna take he's it He's gonna and fucking run. wipe the floor with these people, dude. I cannot wait to see the numbers in New Hampshire and him just yeah. trouncing everyone. Don't give up. If you live in New Hampshire, do fucking... Uh, call people I've done it If I've fucking done it Then you can do it Okay because I I'm an introvert I'm afraid of human contact Literally talking to people Makes me sweat like a fucking pig Because I'm a piece of shit Are you sweating okay? now? If I can do it You can do it No I'm always comfortable Talking with you dude Of course right. That's why you're my co-host <laughs> But yeah fucking Anyway Fucking buckle up Start making those phone calls. Start texting. Get your texting fingers ready. Keep posting on Twitter. Keep bullying Pete Buttigieg yes, supporters. Dude. Never stop. Don't let up. Yes. Because it's working. Yes. And with that, um, do you have something to talk about for philosophy? Because I sure as no. hell did not bring one to the table today. <laughs> okay, uh, let's take one. So the philosophy question of the week. Yeah, it's our, you know, it's our, it's almost like a ritual every episode. <coughs> At the end of the episode, there's always the philosophy question. You know, some would say this is the most entertaining t- part of the podcast. Some would say that, yeah. Some would say, fucking very rudely, actually, some would say. Which is why we're going to save this philosophy question for the Patreon. So, David, tell our listeners how they can get to the Patreon. Yeah. Um, if you go to patreon.com slash left in the south, you can find our Patreon. Multiple tiers. Uh, $1, $3. Uh, I believe there's a, a $5 and a $10 yes, tier. I believe so, yes. And basically, like, you're always going to get a bunch of free content like this on our regular feed. Don't worry about that. But if you want to see cute clips like the one that we just recorded and just teased for you, then you're going to have to go and subscribe to us on Patreon. So, uh, David, any final words? Uh, if not, you can go ahead and intro, outro us out. Uh, be, you know, look out for the YouTube stuff. Uh, should be there next week. But other than that, uh, thank you for listening to episode 13 of Left in the South podcast. Goodbye. <laughs>